Oh, hey, Queen. How's it going? Welcome to the Note to Self podcast. I am stopped up on salt gargled water and strepsils and paracetamol. I'm such a poorly bunny. But I feel like this is like the five minutes where my throat feels okay. So we're recording an episode. Um, I definitely had like the biggest, I, I still do actually, have the biggest sore throat. I think it is just a little bit of burnout. Do you know what I mean? I've been a busy bunny over the last couple of weeks. And I think I just hit a bit of a brick wall. Um, apparently there's some new, you know, CVID symptoms um, that are very similar to what I'm experiencing, but I'm negative like constantly. So I think it's just tonsillitis. I have spoken with my client whose husband is a doctor and he has confirmed he's he thinks it's COVID. I mean, not COVID. He thinks it's a sore throat, not COVID. Um, but you know, I, he was over Zoom, so <laughs> we'll see. But I'm negative so far. Um, it is just super annoying that I've been so poorly. It always, I feel like it's always that way, isn't it? Like I'm going on holiday and literally, well, supposed to be in five minutes, but definitely going to be in like two hours because I still haven't packed. Shock. Is anyone else like pack last minute? same and I haven't done any washing so like oh I'm gonna end up having to just take like super average clothes and then not feel cute while I'm away but case sera sera do you know what I mean um but today I wanted to chat to you about something really close to my heart because I have struggled with this my entire life and I know that you have too and I did a confidence seminar at the weekend which was super fun I was speaking on stage with a microphone gross like what in a bright yellow outfit that my um it was my friend's event she is the owner of Be Body Beautiful which is a clothing brand and she had a new collection out and she did a little launch party for it. And it was amazing. It was so good just to be there with loads of like vibey, buzzy women. Um, but one of her pieces were bright yellow. And do you know what? I was like, I'm going to go out of my comfort zone because she had a purple and a coral set and she had a yellow set. <laughs> and like, I'm sorry, but I am literally the pink queen. So why did I not go for the pink? Yeah, I asked myself that same question. But instead I went for bright yellow. And do you know what? It was a vibe and it made me feel actually super sassy. Um, And it was definitely out of my comfort zone. And I'm trying to do a lot more things that are outside of my comfort zone. But anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is because that's probably why I've got a sore throat as well, because I was just projecting my voice all weekend. Um, But in that talk, I listed out my five-step formula to become the most confident version of you. Now, keep your eyes peeled because something crazy is coming and I'm going to essentially take those five steps and put them into a course for you, but that will be coming in the summer. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But today I wanted to really zoom in on one of the biggest points for me and one of the biggest points that a lot of my clients face and it is the I think it is the biggest hurdle that we come across and it is the number one reason you are holding yourself back. And I did a couple of polls on my Instagram story the other day talking about why, sorry, by the way, if I take ages to swallow and there's weird like pauses, I'm trying not to edit this podcast like in the slightest. So there's going to be a lot of rambles and there's probably going to be a few pauses where it like takes me 80 years just to swallow. (laughs) Um, But the polls that I put up on Instagram 
so many of the answers to that were like, I'm holding myself back. Like I'm putting myself down. I'm the one getting in my own way. And I wanted to touch on this because it's, you know, I've held myself back for my entire life and I've put ceilings above my own head. I've put barriers up for myself. You know, I've built brick walls to to stop myself from making my own progress. And so much of that comes down to the way that I speak to myself. And you know what us girls are like. I'm pretty sure that we all self-deprecate, you know, we slag ourselves off before somebody else gets in there first. And I feel like we put ourselves down to, you know, make us feel humble and like, oh my God, I'm so modest. But like, nah, it's just getting a little bit too much. And I tell myself off all the time for this because I am really the worst for it. Like if you could hear the thoughts that I put into my own head, you would be mortified. Like, hello, I'm literally the hype queen for everybody else. But for myself, I'm like, yeah, you're a dick. (laughs) Um, And I know I've spoken about negative self-talk a lot on just like in like intertwined into previous episodes, but I feel like it deserves a whole podcast episode on its own. And I think that it is the number one reason why we just don't go after the things that we want in life, where we don't grab life by the boobs and just say, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to just be my best self today. I'm going to wake up and just smash my day. And it's because we're constantly shitting on ourselves. We're constantly, you know, telling ourselves we're not good enough, telling ourselves we don't deserve it, telling ourselves that we shouldn't be doing this or we shouldn't be doing that, or we can't do this or we can't do that. And I think it's just time that we removed that negative self-talk and not even removed it, but just spoke louder than it. And I I mentioned this in my talk, but what we do is we listen too much to the negatives and disregard any positive that comes up, like anything that comes up. We we let the the negatives shout louder than the positives. And I'm not here to tell you that the negative thoughts are gonna go away. They're always gonna be there. They're always going to be there. And I think that's the first hurdle to overcome is knowing that actually it's not a case of those negative thoughts never popping up, those narratives that we tell ourselves as to why we can't do something, as to why we're not good enough. Like those thoughts are always going to be there. It's just about being able to turn the volume down on those a little bit so that we can hear the positive stuff more. You know, we have this thing where we're going to end up being uh sorry my boyfriend's taking the bins back in and it's just distracted me (laughs) this new office so I am uh switching offices and I have an office like next to my house it's probably why you can maybe hear a bit of an echo I'm not sure I'm trying very hard to use my microphone so that the echo is minimized but it is literally me with a little table and a little heater next to me and my laptop propped up on a cardboard box with my microphone and that is it. Like there is nothing else in this office. Um, so it's probably a little bit echoey, but the, all the windows in this, it's like just basically attached to my house. Um, and my landlord is letting me use it until he finds someone to take the office over. Um, but all of the windows in this house are single glazed. You can probably hear my boyfriend taking the bins in right now, but it means that like you can literally hit everything, which is beautiful when the birds are chirping and the sun is shining and you're just like, oh, what a beautiful day. And then other times when the bin men are here, bin people, what do you call that now? Because bin men and postmen and stuff like that, I feel like it's sexist, isn't it? So what do we call them? Bin people? 
bin collectors, you know what I mean, the people that collect the bins, um, when they're here, it's just like the loudest thing ever. And it's so distracting. <sighs> but anyway, we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about confirmation bias, right? I didn't actually mention that. But when you, um, like, it, we're designed to look out for the negatives, right? We're designed to look out for the, the threats and the doubts and the fears and the potential things that could go wrong, you know, like the alarm bells. We are conditioned to look out for those because back in the day, and I've said this before, but like back in the day, it was really useful to look out for those things that were like warning signs and alarm bells and things like that to keep us safe and to keep us alive, right? But now we have so much of that that just isn't worth looking out for. But our brains are designed to collect data, I guess, and use it to shape our next move. And so we are constantly looking out for things that are potential threats in our world. And for us right now, that is no longer like, am I going to get eaten? It is now like, oh my God, what if somebody doesn't like me? Oh my God, what if I say something wrong? Oh my God, what if, I don't know, I'm not good enough to do this? Or what if I don't look cute enough to do this or whatever? And it's really easy to keep falling into that narrative. And when you tell yourself you're not good enough, guess what? You're naturally going to look out for other confirmations of that, other affirmations of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of this. And we then shape our next experience based on that narrative that we're telling ourselves. And so we need to start being a little bit less negative. And I'm not going to say positive because yes, the power of positive, positive thinking is, you know, is really important, but it's not always a case of, you know, telling yourself these affirmations of like, I am worthy. I am amazing. I am fabulous. I'm a goddess because we just don't believe them. And so that's why we face so much resistance when it comes to affirmations. But with my girls, we do something called an inner pep talk, which is looking at things from a bit more of a neutral perspective. So if you are used to telling yourself, I am not good enough, then instead of saying like, I am the best person that ever existed, maybe you can say my best is enough. Something like that changes it from being something unrealistic that we can't, you know, we can't really believe through to our core to something that we can all believe. My best is good enough. Of course it is. Your best is always good enough. Little things like um, instead of it being my body is amazing or like I love my body, you could say my body serves a purpose. My body allows me to get up every morning and I don't know, make lunches for my kids or walk my kids to school or go out for that walk that makes me feel really good or go and walk my dog or my body allows me to do that workout. My body allows me to smash my squats. My body allows me to go out for coffee with friends and enjoy the day. You know, little things like that can make the world of difference when instead of it being something unrealistically positive and your brain just, you know, you're just meeting so much resistance towards it because like, hello, we don't really believe it. But if we can reframe it to something that is a little bit more neutral, instead of saying, oh, I'm so shit at this, or I can't do that, or, or why can't I be X, Y, Z, you can like remove that immediately and remove the judgment and just say, you know, I have a body and it serves a purpose. Or, um, you know, my mind is a powerful thing and I deserve to feed it with more positive thoughts or I deserve to turn the volume down on my own negativity. And when you can do that and when you can start showing up to showing up for yourself and being kind to yourself, like 
your world changes, your world really changes. And I want to give you this analogy that I spoke about in my talk and I mentioned briefly on my Instagram stories the other day and it really helped a lot of you in my DMs. So I want you to think about like picture yourself getting ready for a night out. And this is really helpful for just like helping you understand how powerful positive self-talk is. But I want you to picture yourself getting ready for a night out and you put an outfit on and you kind of like, you know, when you think of this outfit in your head and you're like, ah, it's going to look sick. And then you put it on and you're a bit like, oh, I'm not sure this looks as cute as I thought it was going to in my head. And then so you kind of text your friends for a little bit of like moral support and you go, girls, what do you think of this outfit? Or you give them like three outfits, right? Imagine you're getting ready for this night out. You put this outfit on. You kind of feel like a bit of a vibe, but you just want a little bit of that external validation from your friends, right? So you text the group chat and you send them a photo of your outfit and you go, girls, what do you think? Like vote on this. How do you feel about this outfit? And all of your friends are blowing up your phone. They're all like, oh my God, you literally look amazing. You're an actual fire emoji, like sending all of these like salsa emojis, pepper, spice, like, you know, all your friends are just hyping you up being like, oh my God, you look so good. You look so fit. Like, yes, gal, go and rock that outfit. Like that looks so good on you. You look amazing. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Like that outfit is so cute. Tell me where it's from. You know, they're proper hyping you up and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. On the other side of it, imagine you you send this photo of your outfit to the group chat and all of your friends are like, mm, you look like shit. Like that outfit is not cute. You actually look disgusting. You look so ugly. You look so fat in that. That does not flatter you. Your belly looks gross. Your legs are disgusting. Your, your thighs look horrible. Your arms are so fat in that outfit. Like cover your arms up. Oh my God, you do not deserve to be wearing that. Your makeup looks so gross. Like imagine they're all beating you down. They're all just slagging you off in that group chat. Which one of those scenarios are you more likely to go out and enjoy your night and not care so much what you look like and not be so worried about other people's judgments, not be so, you know, affected by the way that you look and just be able to go out and enjoy your night, just be able to show up to wherever you're going, say it's like, I don't know, a wedding with that cute outfit on, feeling sassy as hell, feeling just like, yeah, I'm going to go and boss it. I'm going to go and have the best time ever. Like, which one of those women are gonna feel more ready to show up for themselves? Which one? The one that got hyped up by all of her friends in the group chat or the one that got slagged off and beaten down by all of her friends in the group chat? By the way, I feel like they probably wouldn't be your friends. But imagine that scenario, which one is going to show up and feel sassier in that outfit? It's gonna be the girl that got the hype up, right? So why are we the ones that slag ourselves off? Why are we the ones that tell ourselves we look gross or or we feel gross or we're not good enough or we're not worthy or we're ugly or we're not smart or we're shit at this or we can't do that? Like, which one is going to show up for herself in a more positive light, is going to feel better about herself? Even think about like when you're going into a job interview, right? If you show up to that job interview and before you go, you're thinking, oh my God, like I hate myself. I am so not smart enough to go for this job. I'm so not good enough to be here. Like all of the other candidates are so much better at it than me, you know, and you're really putting yourself down and making you feel like you can't do it. 
you're not going to show up and boss that interview. You're not going to show up and and feel that fear and go for it anyway. You're probably not even going to apply for the job if you're too busy slagging yourself off, telling yourself that you can't do it, disregarding any of the positives, you know, only focusing on the fact that you, I don't know, maybe a, a little bit underqualified for the job or you haven't done all of your research or whatever. Like if you're slagging yourself off, you are not going to show up to that interview with confidence. You are not going to get the job because you're too busy thinking you can't do it. If you start showing up for yourself, you start being a little bit kinder to yourself. You start treating yourself like your own best friend, hyping you up in your own mini mind group chat. You are going to show up and feel more confident every single day. You are going to feel better about yourself every single day. You are going to care so much less about what others think of you because you've got your own cheerleaders in your mind. You've got yourself cheering you on, making you feel good, being like happier about your existence. That is going to change your world. And I have been doing this for the last, I'd say six months to a year or so of just being able to just drown out the negatives by focusing on the positives. And oh my God, my world has changed. Like I probably wouldn't have got up on stage and done that talk six months ago. I probably wouldn't have done that. I probably wouldn't have worn that yellow outfit because I'd have been like, oh my God, I do not look cute in yellow. What? I need to wear black. Like if you can start turning the volume down on the negative self-talk and just turning the volume up on the more positive stuff, I promise you, your world is going to expand. Your life is going to change. You're going to feel much better about yourself every single day because you are showing up for yourself and being your own biggest fan. And I know that's hard. I know it's so much easier said than done. But I tell you what, after a few months of really making it a habit, of really setting yourself up every day and saying, you know what, I've got this, of giving yourself that inner pep talk every day, I promise you it will come so much more naturally to you and you won't be slagging yourself off so much. And things like that won't even pop into your brain. Oh my God, what if my arms look gross? Oh my God, what if people can see my camel toe? (laughs) That was such an aggressive way of saying camel toe. But do you know what I mean? I think that if you can start being kinder to yourself, your world opens up. So I want that to be your motto going into the next week. And I'm not telling you to get to a point where you don't hear those thoughts or you don't speak those thoughts or you don't even think those thoughts. I am telling you that those thoughts are always going to be there. They're always going to be there. It's your default mode to slag yourself off. It's what we've done our entire lives. You can't change that overnight and you won't change that overnight. And even after years of doing it, those thoughts are still going to be there. But shout louder than them. Be the woman that you know you deserve to be. Deep down, without all of that shit that you've put onto yourself, without all of the expectations and the pressure and the just like the negativity that you're piling onto yourself, that shit gets heavy. So just turn the volume down. I'm not asking you to remove it. I'm not asking you to throw it away. I'm asking you to just turn it down and turn up the more helpful thoughts because those are the ones that matter. So that's what I want you to take away from today's episode is to just start becoming aware of them as well, because it's not a case of switching them straight away. You're still going to hear them. And it's easy to feel like you're failing when those thoughts do pop up because you go, oh, 
oh my God, like Jojo told me not to listen to these. You are always going to have them in your brain. But I want you to become aware of when you're doing it. The, the most common times are when you're getting ready for a night out or when you're getting ready for work or when you're looking in the mirror or when you pop out the shower. Do you know what I mean? And you're like drying yourself off. Like those thoughts are going to come up. But I want you to become aware of when they're coming up because the more you are aware of them, the more you can squash them before they get too deep rooted that you can't change them. You have full power to change your thoughts. You have full power to squash them in their tracks before they become deep rooted. But I want you to really actively work on it this week and let me know how you get on in my DMs. I want to hear all of the positive things that you've got to say about yourself. I want to hear those compliments and I know it's hard. I know it feels like icky, icky and sticky to be giving yourself positive vibes, but I promise you, your world opens up and I promise you, you feel so much better. And that is the first step to becoming a little bit more confident is to just start becoming aware of those narratives. Did you hear that truck? Rude. Become aware of those narratives that you're telling yourself and start to reframe them for yourself and start to pick a more positive thought process. And when you do that, that becomes your new default mode. And you start to look at the positives so much more than the negatives. And then sometimes you don't even hear those negatives because you're too busy hyping yourself up. You're too busy giving yourself that pep talk. So that's what I want from you this week. Let me know how you get on with it. Please drop me a DM. I want to hear all of your inner pep talks. I want to hear your positivity. I want to hear your reframes. You know, I want to hear the times when you tell yourself you're not good enough and then you you remember in your mind, actually, Jojo says to do this instead. And so you go, do you know what? I'm enough as I am right now whilst trying to work on a future, better, happier, more positive version of me. And it's okay for these negative thoughts to come in as long as I shout louder than them. That's what I want from you this week. So that's your homework. (laughs) Go and have a like super fabulous week. Go and be a positive Polly. Go and think kind thoughts to yourself. Go and be that best friend that you need in that group chat in your own brain. And I will let you crack on with your life. And I will chat to you soon, Queen.